0: Hello everyone, welcome back to WP Cafe, this is episode number 71, we're back after a three week break I think, with some holidays and some half terms in there looking after the kids and so forth, so we had a bit of a break, but we are back with me, Mark Wilkinson and my co-host Keith Devon and we have got, uh, well good episode, got lots to talk about this time in this episode as we've, we've got things to catch up on. Over yep. the, the coming weeks, but uh, anyway, how are you, Keith? After your three week uh, break—not it's <laughs> been like a break from work or anything—but
1: yeah, well, there was a bit of a break from work, um, but I had a week off, and then uh, it was all right. first half was good, and then my dad was staying with me for the second half, and spent the whole time in bed with the flu. So okay. that was good. He lives in France, so I don't get to see him loads um so it was a rare visit and it uh didn't really turn out as anyone had hoped but yeah (laughs) apart from that um good yeah just generally generally taking along bit tired i've been uh i very mistakenly started getting back into computer gaming and um so i've had a few i've had a few late nights recently yeah getting uh come on then what are you playing uh, it is Warzone that I'm playing. if I going to be super geeky? So it's it's like a, I don't want to say realistic, but it's like Fortnite, but kind of more grown up, right? I sort see. of. Yeah. So I've been playing it with with a few friends, and it's very geeky, and it is very good fun, and it's kept me up late. So, yeah. Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. Love it yourself. Love it yourself. I'm going to. I'm. Good, by the way, I'm going to add some. Uh, cafe like sound effects by uh, pouring my coffee oh, nice. so wh- wh- nice. while you talk i'll just add some ambiance
0: very good i've forgotten my coffee but never mind um i had a week in the sun which was very very nice um went over to cyprus which was lovely for that time of year so that yeah. was nice to get away and uh, get some sun i've still been recovering from my cold which i think i'm finally off now it's finally disappeared now off my chest i had it for like four weeks it was ridiculous um but that. um but other than that yeah busy with work um but i've still got sore mm. back i say sore back it's like sore yeah you've been suffering bottom and leg it's just really starting mm. to bug me now um but uh hey ho we, we carry has, on we get through has it
1: been officially diagnosed like is it definitely sciatica because that's what it sounds like
0: um i've not been to a doctor um which i will do if it doesn't improve in the next few weeks i've been to a physio a sports injury physioist physioist is that word um and he says it was sciatica so you've got to go with what they say but yeah so i've been doing the exercises i've been doing everything and like it it gets better then it gets worse and then it gets worse then it gets better and then it gets worse again and it's just yeah difficult anyway enough about my ailments what about today's episode
1: well that's a quick hello to a few of the people who are tuning in live always really nice to have some people along with us live you can also catch this show on youtube after it's aired and we of obviously on the podcast as well on your podcast player of choice uh so we have Mm excellent saying hello all we've got nick wilmot hi nick and uh paul turner so if you're if you're watching along um do, do say hello. It's always really nice to know yeah, that definitely. people are, are watching and joining us. Um, Join in the so chat
0: yeah. if you've got comments to make on what we're talking uh, about as well. Absolutely, it's good to get some, uh, some chatting there.
1: Yeah. Oh, there's another. Yes, Munch ninety two. Hi there. One of our one of our regulars. Um, so right. on today's show, we have. Uh, well, I had some topics and then like six point four landed, so it feels like that's like kind of major thing to to Talk about, but a few of the topics. Um, what's been going on for us? We've been doing a lot of work and thinking around geolocation stuff around mm. our uh recruitment solutions. So, when jobs are given a location, how do you display that location? Um, we've using Google, surprisingly Google's more APIs. difficult than you think, it's really <laughs> quite complex, yeah. Uh, but that's, it's been quite a fun challenge that we'll get to yeah, it, we'll good. get to it um yeah. so we've got that to talk about We maybe have a little quick chat about meetups and local meetups i know it's a topic we always come back to because it's something we're kind of passionate about we've got wordpress 6.4 uh the features the issues the uh things that maybe are missing from it that we would have liked to have seen uh, we've got as part of that we've maybe briefly talk about 2024 the new default theme um there's a plugin i really want to mention that uh was I found through Mark Howells Mead's tweet. Um, it's a columns plugin for WordPress. And actually it's kind of not quite named correctly because it's actually a grid plugin for WordPress, which is I think part of the confusion, but we'll talk about that. And then I just, maybe we'll just throw a little extra thing right at the end, but I won't, I won't mention that right now. Um, so shall we get started? Uh, yeah, we um, start from the top of the list. Why not? Let's talk about what we've been up to. Yeah, geolocations. So this, what has
0: been going on? So um, as listeners will know, we have our job relay plugin, which is um, sending jobs to people's sites from multi-posting solutions. And what we do is every time a job comes through our system is we geolocate the location of that job using the Google Geolocation API, I guess it's the, the sort of specific API that it uses. And essentially what that does is provide us with geolocation data for each job, such as latitude, longitude. And then it gets complicated because you get various different things depending mm. on what the location is. You might get a city, you might get a what they call an administrative area level one, an administrative area level two, you might get a country if you're lucky, um, etc. So you get all this data mm. that geolocates a job. So why do we want that well we want that to be able to principally to be able to uh, do a location radius based search on the website so when someone types in a location they select a location from the list it has a latitude and longitude we can then calculate the jobs that are within x number of miles of that job uh, of that place and then show them that list of jobs um but we also want to show the location of the job next to the job title for example like mm-hmm. this job is in London, or whatever it is. And the locations that we get delivered through Job Relay from the posting providers that we're integrated with are very, very varied. Sometimes you get a city name. Sometimes you get a huge string of, like, you know, um, Greater London, London, England, United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you get something completely different. And that string that we get sent is what we use to geolocate the job so we give that to google and say hey geolocate this string yeah and what you get back is extremely different depending on what the string is um so we were we were working out yesterday we had a client come to us and said i'm getting some really random locations coming up and what we were using is we, we said to our system, let's display the geo-formatted address. So Google also gives you like a formatted string back that it thinks is where your place is. So for example, if you sent Google, you know, London, England, United Kingdom, the geo-formatted string might come back as like London, comma UK, something like that, which to us is a sensible display string for a geo, for a location of a job. But what we found was that there were some places, and actually quite a few, not just like really outlying ones, you gave it a pretty generic place, like Mm. Nottingham, and it started Mm. to actually give you a street address with a house number as the geo-formatted address. So some of the jobs that were going on the site had like 53 Johnson Street, Nottingham, or something like that on them. Yeah, Completely random. So we're like, how can we deal with this, and what can we do uh, to actually make this better? So Keith came up with an excellent suggestion, which I'll let him explain what we actually did in terms of like the, the groupings and what we did.
1: Uh, was it a brilliant suggestion? Well, I thought which, it because it works. Which part of it was brilliant? Were we talking about the merge tag thing? Yeah, Are we talking about further yeah. further back up than that. I think yeah. the merge
0: tag thing that we use and the fallbacks—the idea of falling back when you don't well, have something. Yeah, so it's about.
1: it's it's. I think it's worth just mentioning a couple of the other challenges that we've faced, so that kind of gives the context for the decision for we came it. to. One of the other challenges is that some of our customers are international, some are national, some are very, very hyper-local. Yeah. So for example, if you're a Folkestone recruitment company, well <laughs> A, you might not want to even put folks you don't might not want to show a location at all because all your jobs are in Folkestone it would just be folks and folks and folks and Folkestone. But say say you're the you're the you're Kent recruitment agency. Uh, so that's, that's a county for our international. So Folkestone is within Kent. So you might just want the town name and you don't want Kent and you don't want UK and you don't want... Because they're just not significant. So some people might want London, UK. Some people might want London, Greater London. Some people might want Folkestone, Kent. Some people might want Folkestone, yeah. UK. Folkestone, England. Guess- There's loads of different outputs that are relevant to different types of business is what i'm trying to say i
0: guess london's not a great example because pretty much everyone knows london is london (laughs) yeah birmingham would be an example because there's a birmingham in the usa there's a birmingham in the uk so that's where you might want to put comma uk at the end or comma usa at the end depending on
1: where. yeah and then the other challenge on top of the one that you mentioned there where we were getting hyper specific addresses sometimes we were just getting really weird formatted addresses back as well so we got one back the other day Correct me if I'm wrong. It was Newton Abbey, which is in Northern Ireland, which is kind of uh, like running about for me. Was it Newton Abbey, Newton Abbey, Northern Ireland, Northern Ireland? Or was it? It was something (laughs) like that. It was something like that. And that's what Google returned to us. And we're like, what is going on with this place? So we looked at the string that we'd passed to Google. Go, what were you going to say?
0: I was going to say, that's not what Google returned to us. I can't remember what what Google returned to us. Google returned something different that wasn't appropriate, but it didn't, the issue here was Google didn't give us a town or a city. Right. It was a a weird but it, colloquial name it came up with.
1: Yeah. But it also had Northern Ireland, Northern Ireland, because that is Yes. Potentially yes. Yeah, so it was it was all pretty weird. But yeah, so anyway, we got sent something I think quite legitimate from the posting provider. So it was like Newton Abbey, County Antrim, Northern Ireland yeah. or something like that.
0: Yeah, UK. And then when uh, it Google.
1: comes back from Google we got this really rubbish one. So we're like, why is that? So we kind of put Newton Abbey, we put the string into the Google API and say, oh, what is this? What is this actually returning? And right now, the formatted address was this weird one. But when you break down the full results, it shows you, it should show you, like you say, country, all these different administrative levels, which are like states and counties and okay. et cetera, et cetera. And then you'd expect to see some kind of town or city We weren't getting any of those, but we were getting this one called colloquial area. So it was classifying Newton Abbey as a colloquial area. It wasn't putting it even within a county. So we didn't have the city or the town. We didn't have the administrative area level two. So we had, we basically like nothing to work back, work with. So, so our code kind of fell back then to the geo-formatted address, which was complete rubbish. So these were the, these the challenges when, that we faced.
0: When we actually Googled it, like just using Google Maps, Newton Abbey, it, it picks up Northern Ireland and around... Bel- it's just north of Belfast, I think, isn't it, Newton mm. Abbey?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it doesn't actually put a pin on the map. So no, or it, it doesn't draw knows an area it either. Yeah. yeah, but it doesn't, it, there's no specific place called Newton Abbey. So that's kind of why I think it was returning stranger yeah.
1: results, because it isn't actually a town. <laughs> but interestingly, if you put in addresses... ...within Newton Abbey, it picked it up as a postal town, didn't it?
0: Yeah.
1: So, yeah, because Newton Abbey's kind of like... ...apparently, I didn't really know this... ...it's kind of like a weird conglomerate of other little villages and towns. Yeah. So if you put an address from one of them in, it picks up that Newton Abbey... ...it was the postal town. So, really bizarre. Anyway, all this to say that you can't really rely very... ...you can't rely on what Google returns you in that geo-formatted address or you can't really rely on them to return sensible stuff elsewhere. So it's all a bit up yeah. in the So we thought, right, just, we need... Just
0: to, just to add to that, the other reason why you can't rely on it is because sometimes you don't get a piece of data. Uh, so I think uh, Munch92, sorry, mentions in the comments there, is the Google response at least uniform? And I suppose it, it is, but if you typed in, I want to geolocate Cambridgeshire, which is a county in the UK, you're not going to get a city back in that result. Because you mm-hmm. haven't, it's too, it's not specific enough. So yep. you can't rely on always having a city to display and say, "Hey, we'll, we'll just always display geo city because we might not actually have one, <laughs> depending yeah, exactly. on the location that was asked for." Yeah, carry on. It gets complicated. Well, it,
1: yeah. So, so like so, something seemingly quite simple turned turned into a bit of a mess. Um, but we've come up with a solution, haven't we? Now, where we basically are using like a kind of merge tag system so we we can type in a string comma separated and pipe separated um, i can't remember which way around so i think so we basically say we separate like groups of places by the commas correct so we say for example i want i want the closest thing to the town name followed by the closest thing to the county for example yeah. And to do that, we say, okay, well, the town name, we'll look for the town name first. If that's not there, pipe, city. If that's not there, pipe, colloquial area. And then so I get one of those three based on that priority order. And then comma, you do the same thing. So it could be, for example, administrative area level one, pipe, administrative area level two, pipe, country, or something like that. Uh, and so now we've got this system where we can we can be specific and some clients will want, maybe they want the town, the county, and the country. Maybe they just want the town Struck city. Maybe they just want the county. Maybe they just want the country. So we've got all that flexibility built in now with fallbacks. Um, so, yeah, I think I think a really big win for the product. Yeah, definitely. Um, and fun bit of we development.
0: Set, it, was, it was. I enjoyed it. It was, it was fun. Yeah. And we set, we set a sort of default string, which is what you said, like 10, 10, trying to do sort of closest to the city or town name, then closest to the county. Um, but we've made it sort of filterable so that we can change that for any client. And if a client wanted to have three groupings, like they always want to have city, uh, county country, then we can Mm -hmm. just add another comma to the end of the string and then stick another merge tag in that we can look Mm -hmm. for and then some fallbacks as well. And it would work quite well. So it's made it really flexible for clients so that clients can have different outputs. Yeah, it's quite. It's it's all the same in terms of the data and everything, which is quite nice. So, yeah, it was uh, it was good to work on that, and uh, Mm. I've got that live in the next release, which we will release maybe today. But you don't release on Friday, so maybe not. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'm not sure. But uh, and then that has also brought about a breaking change, which is the other issue we had. Um, That was my fault because I've named some, I've put some filters in for the data in the wrong places. Basically, the filters include the markup output, which you shouldn't. They should just be the value that you're changing mm-hmm. and then the markup says the same. So I've had to change those filters. And then we've got, I think it's two clients that are using those filters that we know about and they'll have a breaking change. We need to, to get in touch with them first with a solution, which I've already got. Mm-hmm. It's dead simple. It's just a matter of changing the name. Anyway, all that. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, geolocations and, and general locating jobs is a lot more complicated than you might think. But, yep. uh, yeah which is why
1: advanced. if you're thinking about building a <laughs> recruitment website for a client of yours and you need someone to help you with the job board that's why you need rec press isn't it mark
0: you do very good yeah matt yeah. will be pleased about you've said that yeah got to, <laughs> I know.
1: we've got to raise our marketing game cool um so yeah so that's that so was, I, I don't know it's kind of it's kind of fun fun little challenge to, to work on cool. Yeah, I haven't. I've got one other challenge to do as
0: well, which is to do. So this all happens on the client site. So when the jobs arrived in the client site, we're then displaying the job location on their site. We also generate social media images for them, which happens on our site, on our like on on our job relay site, and that oh, yeah. data is available, but not available in the same format and place. So I've got to kind of do the same thing again. Mm. And then it just gets complicated because it can't generate a local image. So it's hard to test. (laughs) Yeah. We'll get around it anyway. But that's the next challenge I've got, which I'll work on.
1: Yeah, I'm sure you'll figure that one out. Cool. On to WordPress 6.4. Have you had a chance to look through any of the interesting kind of new features or additions or?
0: Yeah, there's there's some. Uh, I think one of the ones that I looked at, which was more of a developer thing, was the block hooks API, mm. uh, which I thought was interesting. Can't quite think how I'd use it, except for the example that they show on the on the thing. So the block hooks API, I believe. and Correct me if I'm wrong. It's where, as a developer, you can insert blocks after or before, or you know in uh, any other block. So you could say yep. the example they used on the, the documentation page or the, the make blog post that they wrote about. This was like, you could have a, a block. That's like a like button block. And you might want to insert that after every comment. So mm-hmm. the comment is a block. So you could say, insert this after every comment block has been added. Uh, and then you would get a little like button below it. That makes sense. You might want to insert a shopping basket button After the last navigation item block, maybe I don't know, but I don't know. I think that could be because you also have to then put context into that, which it does actually support. So you can say like, "Do this as the last navigation block when I'm in the header." I think it would allow you to do, but it could get quite complicated. That, and I don't know whether that would like be fully foolproof,
1: (laughs) but but But, pretty powerful potentially. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I think the powerful. That was good. There's some lots of um, speed updates as well, which I thought Mm -hmm. was interesting to kind of get buried in the. They're yeah. not so sort of sexy sort of stuff that gets yeah. done, but they and, look really
1: and, good. And ex- accessibility stuff all on that same. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not yeah. It's not the kind of like headline features, uh, but lots and lots and lots of work goes into that kind of invisible stuff.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think um, in terms of the features that kind of you've probably heard about, uh, image light boxes. Yeah. Probably useful, I
1: think. Yeah. No, I think that's, I think that's a good, yeah. good default. That's a good one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, there's an improved list view which I use all the time. So, like, click the list view of blocks.
1: I really like I this one.
0: You can Name blocks now, like a group, so you can give it a name, so it's more easy to yeah see which one it is. That's I good. think that's and brilliant. You can also, see media in there as well. Uh, little I love that I don't know how useful they are. The I, know I like little that
1: little but... square thumbnail of the of the yeah. image in the list view. I like that. I, I think anything so... that makes it a bit easier to navigate that view, yeah. Yeah, and use that view because it is a very useful view. Um, yeah, is, it is an it's an improvement. Uh, and then
0: this one, I was a bit su- not surprised that it. it's got so we've got background images for groups, which I guess makes sense. But we have was, a cover block. That, so yeah, what
1: is what's the cover? What's block the difference for? between that
0: and a cover block? Now I'm not sure. Um, the only I'm difference sure
1: I could think of with a cover block is that it has that positioning. Position. it has minimum it has minimum height which i don't know if group blocks do so you can you can make sure that whatever the whatever the content yep. is you can like make sure it's at least 700 pixels tall or whatever so there's that which i think is different and also you've got that kind of uh nine point kind of grid yeah, of where, you where, can you, where you place this where you play stuff yeah yeah so yeah. but i don't know if potentially that stuff can all just be rolled into to the group block i yeah. don't Cover block, cover block seems a bit redundant
0: now. Seems redundant. Maybe it will be eventually. I don't know, but who yeah. knows? But yeah, I guess but it's I fine. Think, you know, good.
1: Yeah, and to, to be honest, it is a useful feature for for group blocks. So, like, if you've already got a group block and you've given it a background color, and you're like, I hmm. just want this to be an image instead. No, yeah. you can. So, yeah. I think I think that's pretty positive. um Anything else? You like, there's lots of kind of like stuff around patterns. And organizing patterns and filtering patterns yeah you can, you can put your own categories and, can't you patterns now yeah. which is useful I think uh,
0: I'm importing and I exporting patterns,
1: patterns
0: oh you can export is that part of this Well mm. I didn't realize it was part of exporting that's good yeah, yeah. I think patterns are going to become a bit of a problem with a lot of themes because <clears throat> themes are just going to start doing like 100 patterns and then finding a pattern that you want I think is going to be a problem but we'll see mm. You can preview them, obviously. When you hover over, it shows you what it's going to look like. But imagine you've got 100 in the theme, which I know some themes have.
1: That's what the categorization's for, I guess. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. But, but yeah. We'll That's going to help, for sure. That's going to help.
1: And I, and I the whole pattern thing is good. Like, I just... So, I'll come to... Well, no, I'll come to that with... When we talk about <clears throat> the new default theme, I'll come to that. There's work around the command palette. Yay. Uh... <laughs> exciting uh there's lots there's lots of other little things there's like vertical text and stuff and i mean i don't know how things like that so like vertical text is that potentially a language to support other languages it probably is isn't it i think it's a design feature as well but i think it also helps pave the way for like language support that's in different writing directions i think um yeah, yeah there's that stuff too but, but there's any
0: languages that are vertical, are
1: there? Some Chinese, is it? Maybe I don't know. Let me know in the comments.
0: It's any languages that I think are so, down rather than left and right or right. I think
1: and left. I think so. Um, anyway, of course, shows our ignorance there. Um, yeah. So the big thing for me that's missing is font management.
0: Yeah, it was paused, wasn't it? It's
1: nearly twenty twenty-four, and I cannot. Add a font to my WordPress website without extra plugins and whatever. I just think that's it
0: was supposed to be in, but then it was pulled out for some reason. I don't know what the reason. But was. I don't, I don't,
1: yeah. uh, I don't want to get too too deep into it. But I don't really understand why we can get p- performance improvements or improvements to the command palette, which nobody uses, yeah. and not get font management, which for me is like the first thing i want to do to a theme like i want to set the colors and i want to set the font families
0: well i'm guessing the reason is because why the reason why it was pulled was a like a, a major reason i don't know what it was and fixing it's hard whereas fixing the speed improvements of the command palette is probably much easier yeah, so much but
1: building the command palette in the first place rather yeah, than working on this it's just like this is where i kind of would love to have a roadmap. Like what's what other priorities? Like, yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, that would be cool. I really hope that comes very soon because I think that, like all the other platforms, do it, and I've done it yeah, for yeah,
0: years. Yeah. So you can do it with the block creation plugin or something. I can't remember what it's called now. Create, create block plugin or block. Create block theme plugin. That's it. You can't do it with that, yep. which I think is where they were trying to sort of bring that into the core. And, and anyway, yep. it didn't work, but, but I'm sure yeah, it'll yeah, come yeah. eventually.
1: Yeah, I hope so. so. Well, it will. It It kind of has to. And then there's the new default theme. So 2024 was packaged up uh, with it. And I don't really know what to think about 2024. I really think it looks nice. Uh, I really like minimal design. There's some nice typography. There's some nice spacing. There's some nice kind of color palette styles. Um. They've got like, yeah, they've got cool style variations, so you can switch to a kind of darker mode, which looks really cool. Um but and this I, I think <laughs> this raises the question of what is a default theme meant to do. Mm. I would maybe this isn't the place for a default theme, but I would really love to see a default theme that maybe just excites me slightly more and I just think wow I didn't know you could do that with the block editor I just see it now I'm like yep that's just a standard page with media text blocks and Mm. centered text here and a bit of padding there and a background color there and like the navigation is horrific like it's I just like the header is really on on the on the example, it's really poor with that little drop down and the little it just looks really old school and just now. Nah. So But then the counter
0: argument to that is that like what what is a theme? Like you saying like it would be good to see like, oh I didn't know you could do that with the block editor, but then that's not the theme. That's the block editor.
1: <laughs> well, those, those, well, those lines are very much blurred, but like what themes are doing now is really like taking like building patterns so it's a, yeah. themes are set for i think are mainly a collection of styles and patterns so styles being the you know the typography and the color schemes and the you know, the collections of those things and then patterns which is putting the blocks together in an in an attractive way so i think those i just i just feel like the boundaries could be pushed a little bit harder um in in the pattern side of things just to be like oh wow yeah that's a really creative use of you know that particular block and that combination of blocks i remember uh jamie marsland uh poodle press did a really cool video um i don't know if we mentioned it like we definitely shared it between each other um and it was just like loads of creative ways to use the block editor and like some of them were okay yeah I mean that looks totally garbage on mobile or you wouldn't but there were a few it's like oh, i'd never thought of using the block in that way i've never thought of like mm. using like gradients in that way so that it creates a separation and it does this and that and
0: i watched one yesterday was it yesterday the day before for brian gardner on the wp engine build mode youtube channel and it was creating like a, a percentage completion bars for things It was just yeah. using columns and it's like I mean, it's actually quite straightforward but it's quite cool you know like you can do yeah. but again that's not the theme any any theme can do that with that blocks so I don't, like what's the yeah
1: <laughs> yeah it's a good point yeah so i yeah i was i was a bit underwhelmed i i think i always want to i want to see i want to see like the not the newest mean. capabilities yeah. and like what what wordpress is cap- capable of yeah, yeah uh and with mean. these with these theme releases but it's very it's very nice and and the patterns that they've included look very attractive and there's a few things i saw in there i thought oh yeah that's cool the way they've done that you know so yeah
0: a few, few little bits and pieces um mark has just um corrected us chinese vietnamese <laughs> korean and japanese are all written vertically so there you go there you go i, thought, I, I thought apologize so. for not knowing that <laughs> yeah. yeah anyway um, there we go thank you for that mark um yeah next up a plug yeah that yeah. you have found and I've, I've seen you've probably seen this plugin uh, it's been doing the rounds on twitter something that's new and, and quite cool it's the wp columns or advanced columns plugin yeah um, what's the what's the column, web address uh, advanced columns.com um go. and i have to confess <laughs> i wasn't really sure what it did if i'm honest having looked at the website and yeah. uh, read the page and uh, looked at the videos, which has got some nice little videos on that. I still wasn't quite sure what it does. And I think that's because I don't understand CSS very well. Mm. Keith was like, oh my God, that's amazing. I can do this and I can do that and I can do this. And now it's like, oh, I didn't yeah. realize we couldn't do that without this plugin. So I don't know. Anyway, I'll let you t- talk about it. Cause I don't really know. An awful no. what, about what well, it
1: basically columns, the way columns are currently built in WordPress is, is flexbox. So when, when you add a columns block you a flexbox container, and each column within it is a flex item, um, and that's how that's how columns are built. So you you need to build columns in in rows, so that that's that's one kind of distinction. So every row is a separate columns block. Whenever you're so yeah so if you have a grid a yep. grid of six or so three by two that's yep. two columns blocks of three columns each right
0: which doesn't work on mobile and does it cuz the yeah there's problems with it weird yeah that's
1: yeah that's part, that's part of it, it. Right, yep. so that's 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 flexbox so that that's how we use flexbox to create columns and grids in wordpress core um, this plugin actually uses css grid so it's kind of like I wish they'd called it like advancedgrids.com or like grids, Word, yeah. WordPress grids or something, because that, that's that's what it actually is and that's why it's so powerful. So with CSS grid, you can just des- you can define a whole grid of columns and rows and you can place your the children of that grid on any kind of squ- combination of squares or rectangles within that within that grid framework. So you can be much, much more creative in terms of your your layout. It was what like, I tried to demo it to you earlier and I was like <laughs> I was creating all these layouts. You're just like, can you not just do that by creating two columns here? And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> So I had to like redo it like three times to try to come up with something that you couldn't easily achieve. But trust me, uh it's it's much better. And the other thing is that at different breakpoints then. You don't just you're not just always stuck with these kind of set column layouts. Like at different breakpoints you can completely change the grid. So
0: yep. like So instead of having a twelve by three grid, you can have a six by two grid. Yeah, and then make all can, the items uh, on there differently as well.
1: exactly. Yep. Yeah. So you can you can create completely almost like unique layouts per breakpoint. So it's potentially really powerful. I did find the plugin slightly difficult to use when it came to breakpoints. Um so I don't know if there's I don't know if there's stuff coming. I think it's fairly new. The pro version isn't even launched yet, but you can get the free version. Um, but yeah I'd, I'd encourage people to have a look at it. If if nothing else it actually does columns properly. It like better than the Flexbox version if you just want to use it for that. Um, but yeah I I really liked it. I, I was confused I think because I
0: had I was hooked on the name. So it's called advanced columns advancedcolumns.com So immediately in my mind, I think this is something to do with columns in in WordPress. But when you actually read the title of the page and the tagline, the professional solution for layout management in WordPress, that makes more sense to me now because we can actually lay out blocks with CSS Grid. That's essentially what it's doing. Mm. And then it says built on the CSS Grid Foundation, Advanced Columns is the most powerful, flexible layout builder for WordPress, block builder for WordPress. Yeah, That makes more sense than the name of the product Advanced Columns to me yeah um, but yeah I, I i wasn't sure about what css grid and Flexbox is because i don't do much css at all i don't really understand those things and so forth so yeah i think we yeah. should
1: um we should mention these guys in, in the tweet and say that we talked about it because some of that feedback might be interesting yeah yeah definitely just around yeah. like you know trying to explain to people what this actually is and why it's why it's so cool um yeah, but yeah i'm a big fan
0: the website is lovely as well. I love the, the design of it. I love the slightly colors. disappointingly, it's not even WordPress and doesn't use the Advanced <laughs> Columns plugin. I don't think it does anyway. So it, I'm pretty um, sure it doesn't.
1: But I don't that think was that's a WordPress <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's just funny.
0: found a little bit ironic. There you go.
1: Yes. Um, but yeah, that's, that was pretty cool. So check check that out. Get, grab the free version and, and have a play. I really, really liked it. Um, I think we are... We've gone really long today. We, I knew we had a lot to talk about, so I don't yeah. want to go too much further. We've got um, some comments. But, oh, yeah. go Yeah, let's go uh, some comments. So
0: Peter, this is back on the default theme. Peter says, as far as the default theme, I would prefer a robust blank based theme and then a clean process for bringing in patterns and styles. So more of a blank canvas, maybe, to start
1: I... with. That's an interesting one. I mm. don't think I agree. Not no Peter can want what he wants like I don't disagree yeah, that's course. what he wants <laughs> um but for me I think the default theme I kind of see it as a lot of people's first introduction to WordPress yeah and what it looks like and what it's capable of and I think if you just give them a blank slate they'll be like oh WordPress is a bit crap oh, they bit disappointed yeah yeah Yeah. You know, um, something's like
0: oh that's nice you know like yeah oh I can uh,
1: do this with WordPress right yeah, yeah. I, I for me I just think because as a developer i know where to go and get blank themes and i can create my own but as a as a first-time user who are the people who are presumably using this theme the most i think that maybe they want something a bit more but then the argument is that you want to make it as generic as possible so as many people as possible can use it i get that too so
0: yeah it's a tricky one It's a difficult one, that isn't it yeah because i i installed the ollie theme and i was having a look at that the other day and like you install it and you go through the little setup wizard that it has which is nice and you get you look at your website, it's like, wow, that's pretty cool, you know. Whereas doing this with that theme, it's like, oh, it's just a bit. And I get it; I'm not complaining. I'm just mm-hmm. saying it's, it, that's the so, it's, yeah, it swings and roundabouts. So everyone love their opinion, no doubt. Um, Munch ninety two, thank you. The irony that the block editor was meant to allow you to be more creative, and we are needing a plugin to use CSS grid.
1: Mm.
0: I wonder why they didn't do this in the block editor. I wonder why. Like, yep flex where there isn't a block that's like a, a grid I, block or i don't know no.
1: i think because right so having having fairly recently used squarespace this is very squarespacey right so in in terms of the, the ui for it is you've got you can kind of see the underlying grid and you just you drag like you create grid areas and then you put things into those grid areas that's that's what squarespace does really well um and it works really well in Squarespace. And I think that WordPress would do very well to talk to these guys and, and uh, buy it. Or <laughs> I don't know how it works. How does it work in the kind of .org world? Because so WordPress they've, they've come along it. and built this amazing plugin to really enhance WordPress, right? Someone, hopefully Matt Molweg, will look at that plugin and think, oh, they've nailed this. Maybe, you know, Maybe they haven't nailed it yet. But eventually they'll be like, They've really nailed this. This is a really beautiful way to to build layouts in WordPress. We need this in core. What happens next? Can because because who? Well, it's open source, so I presume you can just it, borrow it. Which, yeah, which is which is just doesn't feel right, does it? Like, I kind of I kind of want the people that build stuff like this and innovate in this way and put in that much effort to be rewarded for it. Not to be eventually put out of business because their great ideas taken. You know, I, w- well, I don't really I'm want sure. WP Engine to buy it, but I kind of do. Just yeah, for I the understand. founders' sake,
0: I'm sure. I'm sure if it's an excellent plugin, they'll sell a few, and hopefully they'll sell a load to start with. Yeah, it, it in afterwards, and then they'll make some money for it because they deserve to. it's
1: good, definitely. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't. Or, I can't see this like going into core tomorrow <laughs> or next week. Well, or next it, month. You
1: know yeah it won't yeah but I, I just I think I just want people to be rewarded for the effort and innovation basically yeah and, and, yeah, anyway. yeah. yeah Um,
0: right last uh, last point quick because we've had a long uh...
1: yeah the, the only other thing is that I had a discussion with some WordPress friends of mine earlier today um, about this show uh, and about whether we should get some guests on again and potentially not do it in an interview format but do it in a kind of co-host format so maybe you have three or four of us all sharing our insights maybe those three or four people change on a weekly basis or kind of rotate slightly maybe we're the two of us are the constants and the other two guests chop and change cool. but we have some kind of regularity so we build up a little bit of rapport and a bit of yeah. I don't know, it's just an idea. I just kind of wanted to kind of put that out there to our listeners and viewers and say, that kind of thing might be coming. If you have any kind of feedback on that, it'd be really interesting. Uh, if you want yeah. to be on the show, that would be interesting. Um, That's key,
0: I think, the feedback, because we started this show, episode one, back. Oh God, when was it? I don't know, it was, now, it was a while ago. And we did it monthly for a while with guests, and it was more of an interview style, so we had a topic and then guests came on, we asked questions and got discussion, et cetera. That became, I, don't, I think there's two reasons. It became really hard to do, time consuming, and I don't actually think we were very good at it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so we we tend to, we moved away from that and just thought, because there's the number of times where me and Keith would be on a video called chatting about something, and we just said, why don't we just record this? This would have been a great episode of WP Cafe, just discussing the things that but that's- we do.
1: That's what happened to me this morning. I was chatting to these yeah. two guys and we had just such a brilliant conversation. Yeah. I was just like, Oh, I wish that I wish we'd recorded this. But
0: So I think that's so that's what we went with now. It's really this this these episodes are quick to do. It's twenty minutes of planning what we're gonna talk about. And then yeah. we just press record and start talking. We don't edit it. Keith doesn't edit the podcast, it's just literally download the audio, stick it up there. There's nothing yeah, stick it up on, on the on the website for the RSS feed to, to do the job. So um I think we want to continue with that format, so that it's yep. just a casual chat rather than a pre-planned interview style. It's just yep. whether other guests you think you'd like to listen to, other guests and other people. Uh, we'd love to know. Um, yeah, so we can make it the best it can be. I guess
1: leave a comment, send a tweet, email yep. us your thoughts, uh, and if you'd be even if you'd be interested in, in jumping on. Um, but yeah, let's. Uh, I think we might experiment with that and see how it goes. Yep. Cool. Um,
0: right. We will um, we'll wrap it up there. If you, uh, as always, if you're not subscribed, please subscribe, like the video, ring the bell, get the notifications for the next episode, which should be, in fact, I'm just checking because there was one Friday where we need to move it. It's not next week, though, so we should be back on next week at the same time. Um, and, yeah, thank you very much for watching and joining us, and we will yep. see you in the next one.
1: See you soon. Thanks, everyone.